Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, everybody? This is David and Greg, and we are Hard My American Podcast. And this week, we got Bridget from Lexi's Pizza Pub. She's a conservative business owner, and we want to talk to her about being that. Uh, is there any problems she's had? I don't know. Yeah, we're going to talk about some government regulations for businesses and how it affects our regular, everyday lives, like the rising minimum wage. It's a freaking killer, dude. I'm telling you. And Trump, the Trump effect. You know I love Trump, but we're actually kind of going to get into it with why did he get to the presidency? Why did Bridget vote for him? Why did I vote for him? It's going to be a topic. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And you know what? Ted Cruz and Alyssa Milano. And guess what? They had a little meeting. They hugged. <laughs> they did. And they love each other now. Maybe this is the start of a new beginning. Well, maybe that'll open the doors for some other topics. Heck yeah. But uh, we're going to have to talk about the DNC and oh, yeah. the debates and uh, Biden's teeth falling out. And we had a uh, Mr. O'Rourke saying... Hell yes, I'm going to take your guns. It's garbage. Anyway, uh, people, follow us on Instagram, pardon underscore my underscore American. Like us on iTunes. Share our podcast. Listen to us. Spread us everywhere you can. And we appreciate all the love. Let's get this podcast going, Greg. Let's do it. Pardon my American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon. My American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence non-drawing. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is up, everybody? How's it going? What's up, Greg? What's up? Another podcast, another week. Oh, this is not just any other podcast, though. It's not just another podcast? Because we have a very special guest with us. Ooh. Bridget Bortoff. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I did not. I screwed that up. You tried. Is it? Bortoff. Bortoff. Hey, just, you know, you, you place the O and the R, and you just got to You can't give him that last name and have him not it's try weird. to. Uh, yeah. What is that? What, what, what nationality is that? German? Mm. German? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that would make sense. More not a Nazi, I promise. Okay, that's yeah. good. Well, to you know, to some, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I've been called Nazi a few times. So, anyways, yeah. you own a business, and we want to have you on here because uh, you're a conservative. You're mm-hmm. a business owner. Mm-hmm. We kind of want to talk about that. And then also get some of your takes on some of the news this week. Sounds good. Because you post a lot, and we like what you post. Oh, I'm glad. Do you have a uh, – where, where, do, where do people find you at? Um, I have a, actually, so I have a, my regular, I keep it a little separate. So I have my regular Instagram, which is to Bridget to quit, you know, too okay. legit to quit. Yeah. I'm old. Clever. I like and that. And then I, I also have a private Facebook group and Instagram that I created to keep them separate. So as to have a social media outlet, but also to have it like a closed Facebook group called Mr. And Mrs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, <laughs> is that on Instagram too? Yes. Okay. I got, so we got to find that. Yep. I got both of those just to kind of. I thought that was just Facebook. Separated. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know if you're aware, but Dave and I quit Facebook. We okay. did. We, okay. we joined the club. Even though Instagram <laughs> is owned by Facebook. I know. So it's like. 
Right. It's a catch 22, but you know what? I wish I wouldn't have just because of trying to like lose it for the podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I think we're probably going to have to open up. Yeah. One, but I just hate it so much. I know. It's hard. It's really tough. It is. Hey, so get that mic right up there a little bit. Like I'm going to have there lip gloss go. on the microphone. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. We All can right. We can clean it. And guess what? I think Put this is our machine. first lady guest. Ooh. Is it? <laughs> I think it is. We did have, well, yeah. Yeah. That is true. It is true. We let our wives mistakenly <laughs> oh, yeah, have, they... their, have their own podcast. <laughs> we have not released that to the public. That will not be released. What? Nah, it was, it was a drunken night and uh, it was a lot of nonsense. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, back and forth. <laughs> yeah. We'll just say. So let's get it going. Let's start talking right away. Okay. We wanted to bring you on because we want to talk about a little bit about like being a conservative business owner. Mm-hmm. And if there's been any issues you've had, if that's gotten out at all, like have you had people come up to you and or not want to go to your restaurant? Because what what do you, you, you serve pizza, right? We serve pizza, yeah. And, and did we beer. say the name? You said the name, right? Of her Lexi, no, I did not. Lex, Lexi's Pizza Pub. Lexi's Pizza, pizza Pub. Pub. And yeah. uh, it's good stuff. So, it, yeah. So tell us about Lexi's Pizza Pub. <laughs> so it is just the only, well, not the only, one of the only restaurants in Lexington. Um, which is part of Kelso, but um, it's just a little pizza pub, beer, alcohol, and pizza, chicken wings. It is fantastic pizza, though. Wraps, yeah. It is because uh, I know Bruno's is like the the king of pizza in mm. Longview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. But when once you get out of Longview, and you get into the realm of Kelso, uh, does Kelso have anything else option wise? <laughs> Well, so, hey, I'm just going to say that, like, you know, Bruno's is a good pizza. You guys have, I mean, yours looks. Why didn't I bring you guys pizza? It's okay. It's okay. I'm on a diet. I just just went to an HOA thing where they they fed me some uh, meat and potatoes. No, um, you guys have, like, really, like, artisan looking pizzas, though. Mm -hmm. It is really. Like, it's very, like, it almost feels, like, too good to be long. Yeah, it's pretty delish. Yeah, Um, because I work in, we've talked about, I work for... A company that serves restaurants. Ooh. Right? So we are like a grocery store. You oh. might know this. I don't say the name, but Okay. Um, so I, I'm used to this in Portland. A mm-hmm. lot of the restaurants, a lot of pizza shops, stuff. So I tried a lot. Yeah. Yours look better. Yeah. I'm just gonna say. Well, we do a pretty fantastic job. I'm not gonna lie. We're breaking into the barbecue with the red beard, so that'll be like on that. the list soon. I That's like that cool. a lot. Yeah, we're excited. So how's business going for you, though? Pretty good? Uh, yeah, we've doubled the sales in the last year and a half, which has been stressful. Yes. So, um, But also super fun at the same time. And my husband left Juana in May and is working alongside of me. So that's pretty rad. Dang. That's a pretty so good gig, too, right? That's awesome. The economy is good right now. It so, is. It is. So know, there are options. Yeah, we're doing good. So I'm going to hope that that keeps on keeping on. Good. Awesome. Well, I think you guys will do just fine. I hope so. But you haven't had any issues? Like you, nobody's really like complained about that? Or do you really, do you share that like, in your business? Like can you tell? Or is it something that you kind of keep a secret? The like, conservativeness? Yeah. So most of my friends, no. I would say I've let it like squeak out on on the social media. I have learned along the way. I, did, I used to do a direct sales business. Mm-hmm. And I learned very quickly that I would lose half of my base if I was to speak about that. So I kind of locked it up. Um, when we went to Obamacare in 2012, 2013, I was ranting a lot about that. Um, and then I've just, I kind of have kept it quiet. There's been a couple times where I have gotten in on a thread or two. Yeah. Um, 
God, I can't even remember what it was that I, I think it was the border wall. Mm. I chimed in about, you know, if you're going to lock your door. Yeah. Just mm. we're just we're not keeping you out. We're just checking who's coming on through. Yeah. So and I chimed in on that and I did get a Facebook message from a gal. I don't. I just said Facebook user by the time I saw her message and she had blocked me or whatever had yeah. happened. But she knew my address, knew that I had the um, direct sales little flyer in my front yard. I used to have that in my front yard with my phone number on it. She knew all about my house details mm. and called me, you know. It's kind of creepy. From humping, self-loathing <laughs> female that hated myself. Kind of interesting that and that I wouldn't be successful as a business owner if people found out. So Yeah. So that's that, kind of rough. It well, was the I first time the, uh, I was like, how do you know where I live? Well, so that's a thing though. So it's <laughs> like, who are you? In yeah. early August, uh, what was his name? Um, I'm trying to find his name. But anyway, he was part of the house and he, he oh, Nope, I, I don't have it. But anyway, he came out and basically said, you know, shame on this state, you know, for all you Trump supporters out there. And then he basically had all of these businesses and he just listed them one by one by one. And then uh, he got a lot of complaints because these business owners were getting death threats. They were getting yeah. voicemails saying like, hey, uh, so just F you. I, I know where you F and live and I'm going to pester the hell out of you every day of your life. And it's just intense voicemail threats you know for the party of diversity it's well yeah weird, and right? inclusiveness it's, yeah it's very hypocritical right? and and you're you're a woman right so that's even another notch that us white males we have yeah, you know you we would get away problem. with nothing so yeah. um it's weird because talking to like portland businesses and like restaurants and stuff most of them have to keep it real quiet because oh, like yeah. there i mean obviously it's very well, portland yeah i mean you're predominantly liberal left you'll get a milkshake oh, every day mm, yeah or yes. broken windows Couple times which is common i think so mm-hmm. yeah but you know at the same time you see a lot of stories where people like business owners they it comes out you know the left come at them really hard and then they get a massive rush of support from the right you know mm-hmm. so the right are usually pretty good about mm-hmm. you know supporting local businesses especially ones that are conservatives you know so yeah but i mean it's probably smart to to leave it at not saying much, right? Yeah, there's, I and I, you know, there was one, there's a customer that we have that he comes every day and he's a teacher locally-ish. Yeah. And um, we kind of talked about it, got into, I don't even remember how the conversations, I think I was talking about minimum wage because mm, it's- The problem. It's, yeah. you know, for small business, how, how they jack the taxes. Remember that at 2 a.m. they pushed that stuff through and yep. I was like, okay, so tax, okay. So wait, and, talk about that real quick. What happened? Well, I just, I I don't know exactly what happened. I just remember there was like all of these, we have 5 billion in tax revenue, right? So we have extra, a surplus of tax dollars. Mm -hmm. And in July, July or June, I can't remember. Maybe it was earlier. Maybe it was April. My months are blurring together, but I just, what they, the people. We're, we're, we're not. Uh, the the top of the top echelon when it comes to details. Oh yeah, we are loose okay. and we shoot from the hip a lot. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. So, yeah, so shoot do from not the hip. do not expect any uh, accuracy here, folks, from Dave and I. <laughs> and then so when Bridget comes on and she's speaking the truth, well, see, we're accurate, but we're not like to the we're not like, like you guys are accurate. Yeah, we're there, fairly accurate, but I'm saying like details. details, details. Who gives a shit about okay. details? Yeah, I don't. You know, it doesn't matter if it's April or June, but. 
I actually want to talk to you about that because right now that's something that I've been hearing a lot about is the minimum wage increases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I, I actually don't know our own freaking state's increases because I work in Oregon. So mm-hmm. I know Oregon's kind of plan, mm-hmm. especially because they broke mm-hmm. it down, which I don't think is Washington, but they broke it down where like Portland, the city of Portland has larger increases than the outskirts. Right. Which is, I don't even know if that's lawful in its own thing, right? Because these poor people that are out in the boons, they're not getting the same kind of raises in minimum wages. Kind of stupid. But it's all property though, right? There's where, a lot of businesses shutting down. Uh, Stanford's restaurant, they filed for bankruptcy. They're going down. Um, I mean, there's a lot of local business. I'm not going to name all of them, but there's a lot of smaller, kind of like like what you have, smaller right. businesses, like they're closing down. They can't afford, Right. they can't afford the, in two years or a year and a half, I think now it's going to be 15 something an hour. And that's, mm-hmm. when you got 20 employees, um, and you know, with food costs, I mean, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of margin in food no. costs. So they're struggling to try to figure out how the hell they're going to make this raise work. Raise your prices. You got to raise them. And then people get mad about the raised prices. Well, and it's economics 101 that right. people don't take into account, right? It's just. Well, when not- you, hear, you hear the government and they're saying like, you know, they want to take it. Basically they're doing this in the, the, the owner's. You know, they, they make so much extra money that we, you know, they can afford to, that's not how it works in like small business. This is not how it is. Like these Mm -hmm. owners are struggling themselves and they don't even pay themselves. A lot of them aren't even paying themselves. I'm cheaper than minimum wage. Correct. Yeah. Well, and so I listen to a lot of libertarian podcasts Mm -hmm. and there's one in particular called part of the problem with Dave Smith. Okay. And he's good. He said when Joe Rogan had Bernie Sanders on, which I couldn't fucking believe. (sighs) That's that's when I kind of stopped watching Joe. I was like, wait a second. This is kind of turning into propaganda a little bit. And I mean, he has other people on too, but when you have a primary, you know, Democrat that's running for president, right. I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to dog him. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. It's a smart move on his part. The guy's, the guy's popular. So in D- right, Dave so. Smith was saying the one question you should ask Bernie is why stop at $15 an hour? Why yeah. not make it $100 an hour? Why not make it $175 an hour? He's like, you could continue this chain up the ladder, mm. but the end result is going to be the same. I mean, the end result is productivity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so he was saying that you could hire, and it's not all just about jobs. Okay. So that's the way, like, Russia went out of business. <laughs> went out of business? Oh, yeah. Okay. They went They went way out of business. Okay. Bankrupt. So yeah. they, they created all these government jobs, but there was, there was low productivity. So they weren't making enough to sustain the amount that they were paying these people to put in to the to buy or yeah. the pie. So the way that he equated it was like you could hire 100 people to uh, apply concrete and pave, you know, a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Or you can hire one guy with an industrial cement mixer. And then get the job done quicker. And then, in, you know what I mean? You can move on and do maybe 10 parking lots. Yeah, I get you. So it's productivity. It's how much are you cranking out in the least amount of time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, do you know what the minimum wage is going to go to in Washington? Or like when that yeah, time frame? January 1st, it's going to thirteen fifty from 12. So we're at $12 right now. January 1st, it goes to thirteen fifty, And then I'm not sure if it's going up in 2021, but 2022 will be $15 an hour. But we have this customer, and he's he's super nice. I I enjoy him. He comes in every day. He usually has two IPs and goes home. And he was. We were talking about. I don't remember. Yes, the minimum wage and 
I was bringing up the taxes because we had a five billion surplus, and they raised the property taxes. Oh yeah. The payroll. I mean, payroll taxes is a whole new thing that I didn't even know exist. I'm like, wait, how much do we pay in payroll taxes? And then they pay they pay taxes on their paycheck. So yeah. Anyways, theft. But we he was basic. He is a teacher, which I've ran into a couple of teachers, but very socialist. Oh, which concerns me just for, you know, I mean, I should know this, but exactly. But he's he basically said, hey, Lexi's is not yours. Lexi's Mm. is your employees. And I was like, well, listen, and I won't use his name, but I was like, well, not. I mean, I get what you're saying. And we really do try to take really good care of our staff and pay them what, you know, I have the mentality of taking care of them. I don't want to lose them. I don't want to spend money to train somebody else, you know, the yeah. turn like keep people there and happy and make sure they're valued and appreciated. Like that's something I really try to do for my staff. And I was like, I get what you're trying to say, but if Lexi's goes down, yeah. Bridge and Adam and mom and dad are on the line for over a million dollars. Yeah. Whereas my staff can go find a new job. Yeah. Well, but not only that, but all your staff is out of a job immediately. Yeah, and it's a, well. No, I, I I get what you're saying though, and that's the whole like with, account, the, with the corporate like CEOs and stuff. Right. You know, they're saying like, well, why do CEOs get paid so much? Well, those are the guys that are right. generally working long hours, have been doing it for years and years and years, right? And they're putting they're solving problems, right? Yeah, so I mean, the amount different. of problems I solve on a regular basis, and just like the revenue that we have up front, right? You know, if yeah. we if it goes under, like we are on the hook for that. Nobody else is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not my staff. My staff's not on the hook for the amount of money that we owe. Maybe in the they should be. That would would be fair. And so we just kind of got into this little debate and I was like, but you know this and and he's like, well, it's got a minimum wage has to go up. People have to have a living wage. And I'm like, I keep wanting to use his name. Uh, It's okay. We (laughs) Um, we can't edit. Let's call him Bob. Let's call him (laughs) Bob. And I was like, Bob, but when minimum wage goes up, the prices are going to go up. Minimum wage isn't designed to live off of. No, it's not designed for two parents to make minimum wage and raise a family. It's designed for you to get to start here, get a skill and make more money. You're not yeah. supposed to survive on minimum wage. Do you think that minimum wage is unconstitutional? You could say prefer not. You could say please. You know, um, I hadn't really ever put much thought into it until the other day. I ran across this article, and they were like, "Why is there even a minimum wage? That's exactly Why are we my point. Required." Yeah. And I was like, oh. "It should be based off the effort that you give to the well, company." See, and that's you know, to be fair, and that's a good question. I didn't think about it's that. A, but that's where it goes back to productivity. So I'm part of a union. Yeah, I don't want to be, but I am. Mm-hmm. Right, and so it's like there are clear perks to being in a union. You know. There's perks to it, like, you know, job security. Right. So I, I get the, the thing, but the, the other problem I have with it is is the pay, right? So they do get us good pay because mm-hmm. we all work together and we're going to strike if we don't do this. Right. But I work with a lot of people. I'm not saying my store in general. I won't say specifically because mm-hmm. I like the guys I work with. But there's a lot of people at the time I've been there that are total bums. Mm-hmm. And those guys, letting them go is a nightmare. Right. Like you can't just say like frivolous lawsuits. Hey, and shit. hey, Bill, like you're not working out. Like I'm sorry. No, there's got this this long. Yeah. I mean, you can take it. We have a guy right now who's been out for a year and a half with an injury, like a sprained foot, uh-huh. and he's just milking that crap right. out, right? <clears throat> so the point of what I'm, I guess I'm getting at is with unions, you can't like. There's good things, but there's bad things. Like those people don't deserve the same pay I do. I work my ass off, right? I I should get paid top pay in my opinion, and my boss would agree. I, I guarantee that. But there's some people that don't aren't working that hard, but they still get that same pay. Right. Yeah. So like that kind of goes with what you're saying. It's like 
Should there be minimum wage? Like, listen, if you come in and you kill it and you're a 17 year old kid and you're working your ass off and you're coming in when we need you, you know, get a little extra money, you know, like you could, you know, a business owner could say like, Hey, well, you know, you're working really well. Let's, I want to move you to this, you know? Right. Yeah. If she's not working out. But so, you know? so the way that I see it is it's about value to the business, right? That's what it should be about. And so right up front, the government is saying everyone has the equal value. Everyone has equal value when yeah. that's not necessarily the case, as yeah. we all know, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's effort that has, I mean, you exceed in your effort output. There's guys that take a year I and a half. say that's my opinion solely. I'm, you know, some well, people I'm might just, hate me. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I'm using you yeah, know, know, as a I reference know. point. Yeah. But it's just what value are you bringing to the business? Are you driving our profit margins up? Yeah. You solely, like what you're doing is increasing revenue sales. I yeah. don't, I mean. But when you're, when you're hindered by a union or by a minimum wage or a certain pay scale or whatever it is that, you know, they decide like now you're kind of cutting it, you know, to where you have to get paid this. Do you have a choice to be in the union or not? I, I cannot work for my company and not be in the union. So what, what just recently passed? Uh, I, I heard about, about that on Waters and I, I really don't know the details about it. There's a, um, bill that was passed that you can turn something down, but I, I don't know that that has to do with Oregon, to be honest with you. Okay. Hmm. I thought that was a specific state. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest with you. You know, like have, I, I don't really care. I have to pay a fee, which, and I, I told Greg this story, which I, maybe you'll find funny. Like they actually sent me a text message during the election that, you know, like, Hey, you know, this is the Teamsters union and you know, we want you to vote for Hillary, you know? And I wrote back, I was like, yeah, that's not happening. Voting for Trump, you know. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, if, you know, it would be in your best interest to vote mm-hmm. for Hillary Clinton." And I'm like, "Who the fuck are you to tell me what my bet like?" And that's the it's problem I have like, with the it's union. It's almost like a threat, right? Yeah. Well, uh, and that's my union issue. That is my biggest issue altogether. Is that like my money is going to a corp or a group of people who are putting all their money towards a candidate that I don't even agree with? Yeah. Why, how is it political? <laughs> it's you know, because, like how is that allowed to be political if it's like well, you're representing? The people, they, they, the I know people what they're are doing. Diverse. Yeah, I know what they're so doing. Why do you fund that one candidate? Because they felt like she was the best candidate for the sake of the union moving forward. Which, in my head, I'm like, that is nuts. Mm-hmm. And I just read an article the other day where uh, they were talking about how union members are heavily going towards Trump. Well, that's right exciting. Now. Why is that? Um, because. I, I I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I didn't really get into that deep. But what they're saying was, is that the unions are worried because a lot of members are really sticking to Trump's like the way that they're seeing the economy. They're seeing the way that things are going They're It's going to be an issue. Like the, I think what Lars said was like 6% of America's is a union right now. Mm. Only six. It used to be 90% back in the day, which was massive, but it's 6%. So it's, it's a dying thing, you know? Yeah. It's a dying thing. I'm glad I'm not in a union. Yeah. That's you should all I got to say. You should be glad. I don't know. That's all I got to say. But anyways, I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm worried about. Isn't the court of public opinion a big union anyway? Kind of. Are you fixing your stuff? Yeah, it's a little janky here. But I, I, I am concerned about, you know, like minimum wage. I am concerned about it. I'm concerned with small businesses. I think it's going to be tough for a lot of businesses. Well, the I guess the surprising thing is, for me is that, d- like, Greg was saying, like, this is economics 101. Yeah. When mm-hmm. minimum wage goes up, prices are going up, especially when you have a $5 billion surplus in tax money and mm-hmm. you're raising the taxes instead of giving that back to yeah. your state. My mind is just absolutely blown. Um, and so it's it just it 
Exactly. Why not $100 an hour? Because now the prices are going to go up. Like it costs me more to get food because it costs the distrib- my food distributor more to, st- yeah. it's just, it's going to continue to go up. So it's never, it's yeah. not designed for you to live off of. You're supposed to get a skill. Yeah. Well, and it bugs the hell out of me. And grow out of minimum wage. That people don't recognize that big corporations mm-hmm. provide jobs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Like, a who- lot. A yeah, lot of jobs. a lot of jobs, and, and that's and they can afford the kiosks, like restaurants, anyways, like you look at McDonald's, Burger King, whatever. Yeah. We aren't going to put iPads on our tables, you know, as if I can't help it. But yeah. iPads don't call in sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I don't got to pay payroll tax on an iPad. Yeah. So you're buying yourself out of a job, also. So not only are you you're, the prices are going to go up everywhere. Everything is going to cost more: groceries, gas, etc. Um, and now you've also lost the job because. People are going to learn how to not pay that much money so that they can actually make money and stay open. Do you you want to hear my conspiracy around it? Oh, God, yes. I think that they want to automate everything. Oh. So that way they have a tracking system. Because if you put put your decision in a kiosk at McDonald's and you say, I want a Big Mac with a large fry and a diet soda. Well, I'm going to actually. That's data. I'm going to actually argue with you on this a little bit. Okay. Just but, quickly. But just hold quickly. on, hold on. Okay, okay, finish your... I'm just saying, All right. imagine the amount of data that you can get off of a kiosk that you can't get off of a cash register. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, you have a transaction that, you know, you, you have a receipt for. You're putting in some sort of value, right? But if you have everything hooked up, it's all about centralizing data. Okay. And making it all a one big globulous that you can kind of dip your toe in and be like, oh, this is the way that the market is moving right now. Okay, well, we're it's all about making money. And it's all yeah. about understanding consumers to make the most profit. So I don't know who put out this bill. Conspiracy. I'm well, this saying. is why I'm going to go against you. Somebody just put out a bill. I don't know the. Uh, I don't know who did it. I'm not going to try to remember. It was a Democratic senator or something. I don't yeah. even know. But they're actually trying to, now they're trying to go into restaurants and I can't remember the specific thing. This is where I was talking about the details. I don't know them all. But uh, they're trying to regulate how many like kiosks can be in restaurants. Exactly. And, yeah. And so No, it was grocery stores. It was grocery Self, stores. So that's what it was. Thank you very much. So now they're saying that like they're wanting to limit how much Safeway or Fred Myers can put self-checks in their thing because those self-checkout lines don't produce jobs. So if if Safeway was to decide to do like well, they have quite a few now, but say they have 30, you know, and then they cut their actual lines down to six, which they have, say they have 15. I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers. Safeway, more like one or two. <laughs> yeah, they're that, terrible. That place sucks. <laughs> but Fred Myers would say they have a lot. But my yeah. point is, is they're saying now that no businesses need to only have, they can only have up to four or six self-checkouts because they, that way they can guarantee jobs. Yeah. So I hate this regulating crap. That's what it is, dude. It's like, Okay, I have and a, I have and a job. Lars was saying like, well, what's going to stop him from saying, hey, McDonald's, you can't have a kiosk. You know, it's the minimum wage is going up and no, you're not allowed to have kiosks. So you're just going to have to eat it. Yeah. It's what bullshit. Happened, it's what happened in Russia, man. Ugh. And look where Russia went. I don't want to be Russia. No, no one wants to be <laughs> Nobody Russia. Nobody wants to be Russia. No. Well, maybe some people. But. I just think they need to mind their own business. That's, I guess, what I'm getting at. Like, let you run your business the way that you want to. Yes. Right? Yeah. And... I mean, even if there's minimum wage, if there is and there's nothing you can do about it, I mean, you have to be able to make your own choices to make your business last. So they can't regulate 
you know, if they're forcing you to pay, they can also then regulate what you can put in there. That makes no sense to me. Right. No, I, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, the first thing we have to do at the beginning of the year is like, God, we have to brace for these price raises. I think the least favorite thing any restaurant owner is going to do is raise prices because guess who's going to hear about it Yeah, is me. And they just don't realize, you know, all the, the tax and the payroll and healthcare. How, well, think, well, we're not there. We don't have to do that. I think it's 50 or more. Okay. So we are 16 right employees now. Wait, wait, as of right now. Wait until they make it 20. I, well, and I don't believe me. I am nervous about that. But I have this at, with all this, you know, free stuff mm-hmm. going on with between education and healthcare and whatever. I want to figure out how we can launch an idea of privatization, not socialization. So if we privatized everything, like I was thinking about, whenever I go to the airport, I always I'm like, mm-hmm. what if TSA was like a private privatized? Because they hate you. Yeah, they hate me. Yeah. They want to make my life miserable. The DMV. All government workers. Anything I need for a permit. Mm. If we yeah. could privatize everything, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you want my business, you, I can rate you. I can't yeah. star the DMV. I can't star yeah. the TSA. You know what I mean? It's like, if you want to drive down cost of healthcare. Privatizing. Privatize it. What about privatizing the police? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. Why yeah. is anything socialized? Why do I have, why can I opt out of paying social security? Can I say, Hey, you know, I've been paying um, yeah. into fidelity since I was 18. I'm good. I don't really need any social security. I'm going to opt out. Yeah. No, thank you. Or do you think they're going to show up to my house with guns and arrest me because I'm not paying social security what they're doing to take care of me? Well, that's yeah. why it's theft because well, they will come after you. you socialize things. Exactly. It's yeah. just like, but there's it's ha- not half of America interest. who's just in love with this idea. You know, we need more, actually. Well, it's because they're being brainwashed. Probably. But it's just, you know, it, and it's just like going back to Greg's basic economics. It's like if you make these things privatized where people can compete, mm-hmm. the price is going to go down. Yep. Yeah. And it, it, it comes down to the value of your product. Right. That's all it is. And the service is going to be better. Yeah. And and actually, Charlie Kirk made a great example of this. I just watched this the other day. Who I, I, I like his stuff, man. Yeah, he's, he's good. Kind, he's kind of a turd, but, kind of I, a turd. I, but I like him. He was talking about this. There's somebody talking about the medical field and privatizing, socializing. Mm-hmm. And he made the point, which I, he's made numerous times, but he was like, you know, the only thing that he can use an example of that's worked 100% is LASIK eye surgery. He's talked about this over and over because LASIK eye surgery has been considered a uh, cosmetic thing. Not right. So the government hasn't touched LASIK eye surgery because most okay. insurance companies okay. don't offer that, right? Got it. But if you look at LASIK eye surgery 15 years ago, mm-hmm. it was up to $50,000 or 20, yeah, uh, 50,000 for both, 25 for a single eye, yeah. $25,000. That's what you had to pay out of pocket. Wow. Now it's $500 an eye. Yeah. So the point he was trying to make was you can see when government's not touching something yeah. that businesses, they can figure out cheaper ways to do it. Oh God, yeah. Now it's efficient. Now you can get in there and get it done. And it's 500 bucks. It's not a big cost. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are better, which I should do it myself. Right. Look at McDonald's. The price of a hamburger was like 50 cents for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, a cheap-ass hamburger, but it's still a hamburger. The quality's not there. But you're paying for what you get. Yeah, but I think his point was is that you can actually have really good surgery on your eyes now for for cheap. Yeah. Because there's no no government saying you can't do this, can't do that. You've got to, you know, it's just been left alone. And, and he was saying that, like, if the medical field in general was to not have the government touching, like what you were saying, like... 
people could start to figure out like, okay, what can we do to, yeah. to lower the cost here? You know? And yeah, I would say botching an, an eyeball, someone's eyeball is a little bit more significant than botching someone's hamburger. Yeah. I would so that's probably a better, <laughs> better example. I would say so. But, but yeah, so yeah, I think so that I that's think that where, that's you know, the value of the surgery, surgery, right. Mm-hmm. And reputation yeah. and you get five stars or whatever the rating system is, but you'd, you'd say this physician, I'm just saying they can't lower the costs because there are certain regulations that don't allow them to, you know? Yeah. And then people were talking about like the medicine, you know, like why is medicine so expensive? Well, I, I, I know you're in the pharmacy business kind of sort of, but there, I mean, there are some reasons why it's expensive. A lot of that money goes back into like trying to figure out new medicines. Like there's a lot of money that goes into learning about medicines and, yeah. and developing. It takes years, even the equipment, even the equipment. So like sometimes it costs a lot because there's still like, there's other things that goes towards other things. Like yeah. I don't like that medicine's high. My mom has MS. Like I see how expensive that stuff is, you know, it is expensive. But employees are the most expensive out of everything. Yeah. Because you got to hire the best, of the best. Yeah. Or you're looking for talent, right? I mean, you're, you're not looking for someone just to fill a role. Yeah. Well, what, so, like, what, like, is there a specific, I know you'd mentioned this before we even started the podcast. This one kind of one of the topics you want to talk about was, you know, getting away from the socialist style things, right? Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Is there something that happened or is there something specific that you were dealing with that you kind of went like, why are we doing this this way? Well, I think just, um, when we started talking about all this free stuff and then especially like with free like because i'm i got thirty seven hundred dollars left on my student loans because i had to go to college because you know yeah back in the 2001 ish area it was just like you have to i go to you have to go to college if i'm not if i don't go to college i'm just lousy you know and i'm definitely not gonna go to the local community college i have to go to washington state yeah. Hey, um, hey, I went to LCC. Okay. Hey, if I could go back and go to LCC, that's what I, I would have done. The, those were the best years of my life. For sure. And I'm not even lying. Those, well, the, Dave, I didn't go. <laughs> I wish I would have went. And, and now I try to tell pe- like kids, like, hey, do running start. Go to LCC. Yeah. Don't, you know what I mean? Like, you're Trade crippling, crippling debt. Yeah. Like, who didn't tell me to put, learn how to put eyelashes on, ladies? Yeah. Learn how to do a facial. <laughs> Because those girls learn how to do hair and mm-hmm. they don't have, you know, the, I went to school for three years before I dropped out because I was like, I don't know what I want to do still. And I'm taking out these $16,000 loans. Yeah. I think that's the bribe. I think they, they bribe kids. Cause I remember the commercials and I remember the, the slides you'll make $50,000 more in your, your like yeah. first five years yeah. with a four year degree. It's a con right. though. You got to get is. your degree. Well, I just know like my, my wife's brothers are younger, so that, well, they just graduated a couple of years ago, but they were kind of going through that phase where like right after high school, they're like, I need to go to school. And I was, I'm like a big advocate for trade schools, you know, cause for I love sure. cars. I love welding stuff and yeah. mechanics and electronics and you can make a killing off this stuff. Right. Oh God. Yeah. And so like her brother actually went and he went to Perry tech. Yeah. And so, you know, that's like a trade kind of, you know, but he was doing electronics. He was out in like two years or a year and a half and mm-hmm. he's making, a fucking, he makes more money than I do, yeah. you know? And I'm like, dude, don't go buy into this. Cause most of the kids at 18 have no fucking clue. No clue. Yeah. And when the, you're 25 or 26, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to ask no your age, clue. but I'm like 34. It took me, I, I still don't even know that I'm doing what I want to do. But my point is you right. can be 25 or 27 and still not have any idea what you want. Right. So why are you going to go to four years of school take a gender study class, you, you know, I'm just saying like, yeah, oh, you're God. literally going to school 
and hoping that this is the right thing. And I know a lot of people personally that went four years and they don't even want to do what they grad, like they or, got a degree in. Can I ask you what you were going for? Were you going for a psychology degree? So, yeah, funny story. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. So, and so not only did I not know what I wanted to do, but I um, basically take senior year over, right? You have to get all your prereqs. So yeah. I basically just redid high school for $16,000. But um, sociology and psychology are required classes, right? Mm. And so I specifically remember these classes, and I specifically remember the women that taught these classes and mm. they were not straight. They were shims. Yeah. They no were shims. problem with that. You know what they I mean? They were shims. Didn't, you know, I just, and I remember it was um, Bush mm. and what's his name? Carrie? Oh, I thought you Right? This election year? I thought oh, you were going it. a different oh, Bush. I'm I, sorry I thought about you were that. talking about a different Bush. It, <laughs> we were talking was, about, uh, you know. John Kerry and George Bush election time ish when I was in <sighs> school. And I just remember calling, like, going to WSU and. And, and I was like, ma'am, mm. I was raised on the right side of things. and uh, But I'm pretty sure that I was raised incorrectly and that there's some pretty good ideas. <laughs> and I and I better rethink, yeah. you know, my Republican leaning mindset. I think I'm going to I think I'm more of a Democrat. So you actually. So I'm and I call my dad during this election year. And I was like, I think I'm going to vote for John Kerry. Oh, so wait, wait, you're saying that you actually. You fell for the trap. Because, yeah, I was taking psychology and sociology. Fuck. I was being indoctrinated, right? What? Well, so At that Washington State. And I remember calling my father and I was like, hey, dad, you know, this is what's going on. And these are the. And my dad was like, I'm going to need you to sit down, honey. Okay. I'm going to need you to sit down. We're going to have a conversation. And I don't remember what we talked about, but I just remember getting off the phone and being like, okay. Yeah. Reality check. And there was a couple other friends I had that were conservative as well. So we. And, and it wasn't, I'm sure than what it yeah. is on college campuses now, which is horrifying to me. But, um, you know, just that little, yeah, not even being aware of what was happening to me at the age of 18, you know, not because you're not, naive and you're dumb. I'm, I'm not saying you, I'm well, saying at 18, it, we're dumb. Hey, your dad red pilled you. Oh, thank God for Papa <laughs> Dude, yeah. Troy. I, yeah. I, I want to get your dad on just to hear what he you said. You do. You, um, <laughs> you, Yeah. Papa Troy would be your cup of tea for sure. But Ooh. I just, you know, looking back into that, and like you said, like mm -hmm. I had no idea at the age of 18 what $36,000 in debt yeah. would yes. feel like. And even that it was important. I didn't even have to worry about it. I don't think it, you, can right? you can't comprehend. Like money is not what it is at, at our age. Like now, 30000 like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? What you know? were you thinking? But then you're like, not ah, 30000 Whatever. It's cool. I'll make all this back when I get my I first job. I don't have to job. pay it off until six months after I graduate. Exactly. Because I'm going to graduate. I didn't, I dropped out, right? Yeah. I, um, I spent student loan money on yeah. drugs and alcohol. Yeah. So the reason Good. why- And I, textbooks, because those aren't cheap. No. Oh, yeah. They are not it's cheap. It's like, what, 200 bucks for a textbook now? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but so the reason why I asked psychology- is because I think that that, and this is another conspiracy of mine. Oh boy, here we go. A majority of people who don't know what they want to do go for a psychology degree. And they're recommended to do so. Because who doesn't want to, you know what I mean? Interesting. It, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. And it opens your mind and all that stuff. But it's social science. Mm -hmm. And in the social sciences, that is where the uh, propaganda is the deepest. Yeah. And so when you have a bunch of people who don't know, I mean, they, they're looking for direction, right? Yeah, yeah. They're looking for where am I going in life? What is my purpose? And they're getting indoctrinated by these professors. Oh, it makes me sick. 
because uh, I have kids. It makes sense, it makes doesn't me, it? Like so sick. Makes well, makes on sense. that, like that's why you know. And I've been in a, a Facebook, the same, the same. Well, one of the threads talking about the border wall, and you know, should we yeah. just make sure? But there was a guy. His name's Jeff, and I won't say his last name, but um, it's a common name. He's a teacher at Ari Long, mm. and he was hyper left. And I was like, dude, you're a teacher. Like, yeah. You just. They have no shame. I don't know. Why are we not allowed to talk about ideas and these ideas? Like, and, and the thing, I guess, I think that most, I would say all of us are probably, we have values, right? We mm-hmm. probably want the same things, but mm-hmm. the Obama years has just divided. You know what I mean? They, I hate when they say it's Trump because it's like Obama just tore apart this nation, right? Well, and, it, and instilled, multiple ways. <laughs> you know, all, yeah. yeah, in multiple ways. And it's just like, now you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. Do they know that this is this is what you're saying? And and I'm not even I wasn't even being irate or irrational. It was just he was so hyper left. Yeah. And there's no and see here's the thing that ticks me off is like they want to regulate everything, right? Like the government has no problem regulating shit or saying that you have to do this and you can't do this. But they have, they will not regulate like a college except should, for the, except for the southern border. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that that was a Charlie Quirk or Kirk. Yeah. My my point is is like when you got universities and even high schools, middle schools, they're talking about middle schools now. They're even teaching kids in middle school who I can't understand why the hell they even want to know about politics or what they'd have to say about it. But it's like a ninety five five, ninety ten. You know what I mean? Ninety percent Democrat, ten percent teachers that are Republican. That is like not a good balance. Well, at why all. why do you think they want to lower the voting age to sixteen? Yeah, because they're fucking dumb. Well, they're dumb, and they know that they're getting caught in this stuff because they. And this is this is Greg talking here. Okay, this is not Bridget. This is not her business talking. This is Greg. Because they're dumb. Sixteen-year-olds are fucking dumb. Yeah. Well, take it from me. I was a dumbass sixteen-year-old. Listen, if you're gonna let um, four-year-olds decide what gender they want to be. Oh, that's exactly a- right. Sixteen-year-olds can surely vote. But they can't. But you can't vape. buy cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, they can oh, go. No. To, they can go to war or, at eighteen. Or alcohol until you're twenty-one. So mm. it's just interesting. It's I so just worry words. about my kids. I'm like really worried about like because I think me growing up personally, my mom and dad weren't very political, so mm. they never said like this is the right or this is the wrong. Like I don't know that they were all that into it. But I voted for Obama the first time, right? Yeah. And what's Open funny change. is you brought up Kerry. Uh, because mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm could, 35 in case you're wondering. okay. Cool, so that's we're, good. We're that's pretty close. that's all. Our so ages. I remember, um, I didn't like Bush, mm-hmm. and I, I I still don't love Bush. I'm not no. gonna lie to you. I still oh, don't I, love Bush. I like Bush far less than I did. Yeah. Now, but mm-hmm. uh, for some yeah. reason, I kind of got sucked into the the news and like mm-hmm. he's this guy and this image I had of him. But anyways, I remember Kerry came through to Tacoma mm. on his uh, his like little mm-hmm. you know tour presidential thing. So I was like, I'm going. So I went by myself. It's yeah. just weird because I yeah. had to drive to Tacoma and I was in this group. of. But I remember watching him and it was at the Tacoma Dome and it wasn't that big of a crowd. It was moderate, but he actually he actually was, was one of the reasons, reasons, reasons that I started, started take, going take, away from left, left again mm-hmm. is because that guy's an idiot. And like when he spoke, I was like, I'm not, it all sounds good, but like there's no way. And I'm, I was, I can't remember how old I was at the time. Younger, obviously, but. It just didn't make sense. And I, that's yeah. what I'm like. I'm looking at these kids who like Bernie, for example. Right. And um, I've said it a hundred times like on here. Like I have nothing against Bernie. 
Like, I'm sure he's he has his issues. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'll just say, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, he's probably not. But I'm just saying, I'm going to give him the benefit. I'm, I'm right there with you. Okay, I'm just. I, hate, no, I think no, no. he's a horrible Listen, human being. Probably. <laughs> but I'm just going to give the benefit of the doubt that maybe he's a, a nice guy. No. Hold on. Hey, just wait now. Okay, I agree. I know. I'm just being, I'm trying to be nice. Okay. I'm, my point is, is I don't agree with his policies. No. I don't really care about the person. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with his policies, but there are a, a huge group of people, maybe not as much now, but in 2016, like especially kids that loved him. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't even understand what he was trying to say. I don't think any of them understand fully what socialism is, mm-hmm. but they loved Bernie. Like, mm-hmm. look at this old man. He's so sweet. He's bald. And he's, yeah. you know, I don't get it. But then again, I have to look at when I was 18, Obama or not 18, but when I was when Obama was running, I remember being suckered into this like Mm -hmm. change. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I remember I remember going into my mom's room and I was like, this guy like, man, he's like so positive and he's so like and he wants to change and he wants to like free this and like the healthcare And it's one word emotions. It's emotions. All it is. Yeah. But then you like that's why it's that's why when there's that phrase young, dumb, and boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That's why you know, as, as you age, you're like a fine wine. You know what I mean? You, yeah. You, you get smarter, you get more tasty. I think that what I will say age. is a positive towards Obama. Or whiskey. Which is, I don't, it's not political or anything, but the positive thing for Obama for me yeah. was this, he did get me engaged in politics, which I wasn't as engaged before him. Same. And I, he got me like watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I started paying attention more. And then as his presidency started and went on, I slowly, I slowly was like, this guy's a jackass, like a huge jackass. And or he's like, yeah. And then you see, like, I, I, I've always wanted to be a cop. You know that. So mm-hmm. I, well, I, I have, I yeah. did. I, that's what I wanted to do. I went on a drive ride along thing and I, I don't want to do that. That's not, <laughs> but, um, I saw what he was doing with like police officers and I saw how like they were being criminalized basically, you know, mm-hmm. and the race relations under him is ungodly bad well he had an opportunity to unite the country in more ways than one i'm and just saying how many people that voted for obama voted for trump i think i don't know i think a lot i think a fair amount but i think that that number will be far larger 2020 oh we're waiting we we have a bet. it's gonna be huge we I have think. a bet on the black vote for trump i'm calling 36 percent. holy sh- do I'm we call- have a bet? I don't I, remember this. I think I'm calling 36%. Here's the, to your point, I agree with you, Bridget, is uh, a lot of people, there's a lot of people scared to vote for him, I mm-hmm. think. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of people might have wanted to vote for him, but didn't feel comfortable with this, so they went to another vote, whoever that may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you remember when when he was getting elected and they were saying, if he gets voted in, the, the market's going to crash, mm-hmm. we're going to be in war, Yeah. Mm-hmm. we're, we're going to, it was the end of the world. Yeah. And- Listen, if you're if you're sitting here, the world's not ended. the The economy's great. We are not in war, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like he just dumped Bolton, who's the biggest warmonger, you know. And I, I, I'm not a big fan of him personally. I don't know if you are, but I'm not. So I, I my point is, in. well, my point is, is like you can't if you were on the edge before, like or mm. kind of teetering. Like I don't really understand how you could not be like, okay, he's doing a great job. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. So well, if you're watching CNN, MSNBC. Mm-hmm. that's the only you know what I mean because if you do any kind of if you look at any fact yeah that's the thing that I don't you know like Candace Owens mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrence Williams 
David Harris Jr. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you do any kind of like this is the lowest black unemployment ever, yeah. the lowest Hispanic unemployment ever, the lowest women's unemployment ever. Like these are factual things. Yeah. The stock market is. That was Obama though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hear that all the time. People are still saying that. It's Obama. That that like they're saying that Trump is literally like coattailing Obama's policies. We, we just had a face or an Instagram thing about. I that. saw that. And yeah, I was they, like, some guy was going off. On I was that, like, dude. I'm not going to even try to explain to you what's going on because it, it, you're you're too Tell far. Tell me gone. which Obama. Hmm? Well, so thing is responsible for this. Tell me because Trump is dismantling everything that he did. Yeah. So what? Which dismantled Obama legacy? Yeah is responsible for the stock market and this yeah. because I mean there's 6.2 million people off of food stamps. Yes. Yeah. And that is a so, that, that's an article I was going to talk about. That's not Obama had the rec- the highest ever. Yeah. So like don't feed the animals we don't want them to become dependent upon you feeding them but mm-hmm. however we will Yeah. I also like how they're willing and I'm, when people. I say them I'm saying the left. I like how yeah. they're willing to Take like when when Obama got into office. Remember how long he was talking about? Well, this is because of Bush. This is because of, you know, like oh yeah. I'm just saying, like when it's when in shit f- was going down. Yeah, it's Bush's fault when it's going down. I inherited this. I mean, shit show. it wasn't Bush's fault that the banks inflated their loans Maybe. and had a balloon inflation. And partly, I think that was the big drive for uh, food stamps. People getting on food stamps because we had a semi depression. However, mm. Obama should have never paid the banks yeah he shouldn't have if you're going to pay somebody pay us yeah give us the fucking money you dipshit let us go spend it don't give it to the banks i just don't see the correlation between how obama has any hand in this at all i don't see it and like you can look at he even said what magic wand does trump have these jobs are not coming back yeah yeah period yeah he's on yeah, he's on yeah. film. That's like the most damning <laughs> line. And he's on it's film. So true. And God damn it. What's going to wave a wand and get and I'm sorry, back? I'm sorry if you're religious, but I, I say God damn. But oh. uh, are you? And then <laughs> um, I, I, won't, I won't say it if it bugs you. I have. No, I'm not religious. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. There we go. So um, I do love Jesus, but I'm not religious. There you Good. go. Good. I like that. That's me. Uh, Jesus is in everyone's heart. Yeah. Jesus is my homeboy. Yeah. Uh, I am. It's a weird thing with me, and I think that there's something up there, but I don't know what it is. Let's not get into that. Anyway, that's a yeah. whole topic. Ooh, yeah, I can go. I can go on for days. But <laughs> um, Obama. Yeah. And the thing that I always think about is Trump. Trump sitting at that table when he's in that course. What was it? It was like yeah. some oh, dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Correspondence dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Correspondence dinner. And then Trump. Just- that was it. That was the deciding factor right there. Like, listen, motherfucker. Oh I'm running God. for president Dude, right now. Dude, his face. Trump's face was so... Dude, it I was like, I'm it. going to kill you, actually. I think about it all the time. I love I don't it. Know, I that don't know hair. if you guys... Because yeah. you don't really... His face is kind of dark. It's just his hair. That's all it's, I see is his yeah. hair. It's a silhouette almost. And he didn't yeah. chuckle. The lighting. Not he, one. He didn't chuckle. He, no, didn't, like, a, he didn't crack a smile. He didn't, he didn't look... Who got the last laugh, though? It was a straight... Or even then, was was it Jimmy Kimmel? I don't know. Where they have the reading, the tweets. No, it was the tweet reading. I think it's Kimmel that does that. Oh, where he yes. like celebrity oh, tweets. Yes. And he's like, yeah. He's like, at least I'll be a president or mm-hmm. go down as a president. And I'm like. So good. That's got to like. Do I, you remember where you were when Trump got elected? Oh, yes. I was it's here. Gonna be, I swear. I mean, yeah. terrible comparison. But I feel like I'm going to remember 
Trump getting elected, like I remember September 11th. Yeah. Because I remember I was just like, this is, I can't imagine yeah. Hillary Clinton, America. This is going to be, because you just had, there's no chance, right? No. There's yeah. no chance. And I was working at Terry's at the time. And mm. we had the news on because her son is conservative too. The yeah. one thing I liked about this guy. And we were just both like. Yeah. What we, is we had like, a little I was party. awake until two in the morning. I was like, how did this even happen? Well, so here's the thing. Like when, and I, I, I'd i be curious, like where your take hey, was. It's like, not when, rigged. You're just losing them. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. hashtag it's hashtag. not rigged. You're just when losing. did you start getting on the Trump train? Was it. Mid, mid, you know, I just remember again, my dad, Mm -hmm. um, who's got a lot of obviously influence over my life. We, cause I was uh, Mm. two bad candidates, right? Like trying to stay out of that whole thing. Cause if I, I just can get real yeah, grumpy, right? Like if we make politics our life, we can get real grumpy, right? Mm -hmm. Irritated. And so, um, where I'm like, just go outside. Everything's fine. Like, cause like, and you hear that, like, just go outside. We're not actually racist. Yeah. No, like there's no, like you would, you'd think there's white supremacists everywhere and you guys are just, yeah. If there's any kind of racism in America, like it's against white males. A lot of it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But we're not allowed to say that because we are all white. God, I just feel bad for you guys. But, um, I just, we had like a family dinner. Yeah. And and my dad and my uncles and my brothers were talking about it and they were like, I I like Trump. Yeah. And I just remember not even considering it. Like almost it was like, oh, really? And listening to them talk, and I was like, oh, that's well, that's kind of cool. And so getting to getting a little bit more invested yeah. in in all these things and and uh yeah. Cause it was just like I can't imagine a Hillary for the love of God, no. Well, she was a bad candidate, no, no doubt about it. The worst. Yeah. But I remember when Trump came down, because I'm a big, I was, I haven't actually lately, which is shocking, but Fox News, I was a big Fox guy, you know, like yeah. I'd watch Fox News a lot. And I remember, I remember like Trump's going to have an announcement. They were kind of preparing themselves for a Trump presidency run thing. He came down the escalator, you know, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to him. It wasn't that long. And I was like, this is my dude, man. I like him. I don't even know yeah. why, but I, I followed Trump for a long time. I did an article about Trump in high school. Mm-hmm. Obviously not political, right? but as a business guy, I think he's like a no nonsense dude. I've always kind of got that vibe from him. He's like shoes from the hip, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't have. So I'm like, this is what we. <laughs> yeah. No, no I mean, I'm he, saying he's this... like very. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. My point of it is, is he's that an honest human being. We like after seeing how much crap we had to put up with Obama. And I was like, we need somebody to come in here and just fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. And I. That's at the time what I was concerned about. I was like, we need somebody to come in here and just take a wrecking ball, this whole thing. And from the beginning, I was like, Trump's the guy. He's the dude. Cool. So I remember like him going through the whole, you know, yeah. all these candidates. They had a top-notch group of candidates. You know, we had a Bush in there. We had Cruz in there. We, I mean, the whole group. Rubio. Rubio. I mean, they were saying this is like the most, and I, you know, I was a Ben Carson guy. I like Ben Carson a lot, you know. I like Ben Carson a lot. He's too. a good dude. But there was... Watching all this stuff, and I just he kept tearing people down and tearing, and like he was just so good. And I'm like, the Democrats are fucked, and nobody knows it. Like, even in the middle, when there's like five or six left, they still were saying that he had no shot. That you know, that that video that's kind of a circling like Facebook and stuff where they were like, you know, they show like, show, like talking, talking about there's no, there's no chance he's gonna win, and then they get and then they get where they're, where they're like, the elections mm-hmm. here and the states are going red and red. Mm-hmm. Yep. That shit gets me like in tears. Every time. I'm like, not not literally sobbing, but I'm like, that makes me proud. 
I don't know what it is, but that like whole thing, that whole like Trump's gonna win, like yeah. you gotta be fucking and, and Kellyanne Conway. Forget, yeah, remember they're like, who do you think's the the gonna be the you know the guy? And she's like, as of right now, like Trump. And they're like, oh, it, no, it wasn't. Not, it was. It was. Uh, was uh, oh, was it and oh, it was Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter. Coulter. I'm sorry. Not, yeah, yeah, she got on laughed Bill Maher. at. Yes, yeah. she got laughed at. And yeah. that's what makes me love it. Yeah. It's because he was this dude that nobody gave a shot. Dude, it's the ultimate punk rock. <laughs> if you think about like the punk scene, like when we were in school, well, it was kind of being the outsider, anarchy, yeah. when, whatever. Which is weird to me because I'm looking at him and I'm like, why do more kids not like this? Like, I love metals. I'm, I'm into metal music. Love, like, heavy shit. I love in punk, you know, but metal, rock, Slipknot, everything, right? Dude. I'm looking at, like, Trump is, like, the rock star. He is the epitome of, like, I don't give a shit. I don't care what you think of me. And I'm like, why do 18-year-olds don't ma- look at the him? The mainstream and s- media goes deep. <sighs> I know, but that, I'm just... It'll scar. He's got Kid Rock. That's true. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big Kid Rock fan, but... But what you I, were, I, I, you know... What you were saying about John You Kerry, like Kid Rock? Yeah, I like Kid okay, Rock. Okay. I mean, I love Kid Rock. I mean, Kid Rock, I, love, I think I was a senior in high school. You might have been a junior. Ball with the ball? Maybe. Yeah. Dude, that, that was, that that was, was 98. Shit. Yeah, Kid Rock. We were, the we were year it was... Dude, hip, him and Limp Biscuit. Listen, Kill Limp Biscuit, the hot dog flavored oh, yeah. water. Oh, I, what I mean by, Jesus. I want to clarify. Brilliant. I want to clarify myself. I'm old. I just don't listen to him on a regular basis. I love him as a person. I love like that he's patriotic. I love all that stuff. I just yeah. like. I mean, did you see his tweet about Taylor? Yes. My wife is a huge Taylor Swift fan. Because Taylor kind of sucks now too. I mean, well, that's yeah. what Kid Rock said anyways. There, listen. Yeah. You know. She had her dad scrub his freaking Facebook. Do you hear that? No. What? Yes. She had her dad scrub his Facebook because he was putting out too many comments that were right leaning. That is enough for me to go like, well, fuck you. Well, let's, the, I mean, that whole, the music industry and the um, Hollywood industry is kind of like a union, right? Like, but yeah. Bully. They, we're going to, you need to think this way. Yeah. They just rate kids. This and way. Well, that, that's the same thing with main, mainstream and Facebook. And it's control. It's control. If I can control your language, I can control your thoughts. I can tr- control your money flow. Did you guys see the, um, I'm sure you saw, I don't know his name, but I think it's Epstein, just like Jeff Epstein, but the, oh, the, Robert, the doctor guy. Yeah. Robert Epstein. I was Epstein. like, listen, Epstein. like Google is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Google, was... Google is sleeping at the mm-hmm. 2016 election, but they're very much awake for 2020. So oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a little, I, I'm kind of, I mean, if you look at any of these rallies, right? Like, <laughs> I watch them all. They're Trump, free. Trump's Trump, what Trump brings to whatever stadiums That's or packs. And then you see like yeah. Kamala or Beto or what's his Biden. name? Dude, they can't get a hundred people. There's nobody the there. They're doing senior centers. And you look at the polls again and it's like, oh yeah, 44% Joe Biden, 42% Trump. And it's like, it doesn't make sense. Are we doing this that, again? Well, that's yeah. why I think. Or is voter fraud going to be what I think it's determines all, this election? I think because it's all, those dirty, rotten Democrats are. Yeah, not I think to it's be always trusted. been rigged. I think the the numbers you see on TV are a computer program. So what's going to happen in twenty twenty? It. I think I, it's we all. Do they have it rigged or? I think so. Whoever, whoever. I think what happened, and I always, and I told Dave this. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with you or not, but I. I know I, no no one agrees with this, but okay. this this is my conspiracy is that. Whoever is behind QAnon mm-hmm. took over the voting algorithms and they ch- changed the numbers overnight on that night. Because no one. Do you no think one, Trump was rigged? I think it was 
No. No, he's saying he's... I think you were saying that I Trump think, was voted I in. I think like, the whole voting system is rigged. Okay. The numbers do not make any sense. The polls don't make right. sense. And I think that whoever took over that program mm-hmm. voted him in. Okay. I think if if the voting system was not rigged, mm-hmm. you'd get a, a majority of Trump supporters. That's mm-hmm. my personal opinion. And still to this day, because of what we just talked about, right? There's no one showing up. There's, I mean, there's... There's people that say that they're going to vote for Trump. Or, that was the I mean, first vote time for I Hillary. ever voted at the age of 33. Yeah, me too. That was the first election I ever yeah, voted in for me anything. Too. But it was exciting to you, right? Did, I, he, did he not oh make God. you excited? Yeah, and I and I and that was the first. I used Snapchat yeah. to show my ballot, which was very unlike, you know, because mm. I'm pretty. But I was like, dude, Trump. Yeah. I, I, I think so, what his, I think what he had going for him is he had, like, he got the party. Not that it mattered in Washington. So. No. No. It That's what sucks. But, but I, I you was, know what? Every vote counts. Every vote. Listen. Apparently. I'm telling you. Uh, but I, I'm we, still. We, we posted a thing on Instagram, like, one of our first that we really started doing was the fact that, like, Seattle in itself has, uh, they have more, like, Trump has more money that, yeah. donated oh, from Seattle. Cool. I saw that, yeah. And more than any Democratic candidate. It's the first time ever. I think it was ever that a Republican has had more than all the other candidates. Which you know what I mean. Cut I'm it. just I'm just saying. Like, listen, we have a state that's blue. I don't like it. Oregon's blue. I, I don't like that either. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, even, and I, I know this from experience, talking to real old liberals in Portland. I talk to them every day, and even though they don't like Trump as much, I hear what they're saying, and they're like, something's got to change. Like, listen, I I don't love Trump. But Portland's homelessness, the mayors, the city's going to shit. I mean, these guys have been in Portland. Not just Portland's No, homeless. I know, but I'm, I'm in Portland, so I'm just using that. Every these Democrat guys have lived city. in Portland since the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is the worst I've ever seen Portland. Yeah. It's, and, and they know where it's coming from. Oh, yeah. You know, Kate Brown, flush her down, whatever. <laughs> but the point is, is like they understand that with all the, the taxes, with all the the minimum wages, the regulations, yeah. um, the lumber industry has been suffering around here, which is our main thing around here. But until Trump, man, they were regulated like crazy, you know? Well, so I, there, I'm just saying that there's some people that are like ready for a change. Well, so I will say, and bringing this all back in, okay, with you going to John Kerry, because he got you excited. He got you interested, right? Kerry? No, Obama or, did. Obama. Yeah, Kerry made me actually start to shy away because the guy sucked. Well, that's what Trump... Trump opens the door, right? Mm-hmm. He gets people interested mm-hmm. because he is exposing now mm-hmm. certain things that are happening and that have always been happening. Yeah. And now everybody has become their own personal investigator, right? Because yep. you are the news now. Yeah. And... We can't trust the mainstream media. The Great Awakening. They are the fucking enemy of the people. Mm-hmm. And when you look at independent media, mm-hmm. and you actually get facts, and you get truth, and you go, oh, and, the, and you get multiple dots. conversations as well. well. Well, you get dots that connect. Yep. You don't get opinions. You get actual documentation. Yep. You get footage. Yep. And that's what news used to be. Yep. And this is what the Trump effect is to me. And that's why I backed him. I think Trump is awakening people finally. And yeah, like, and I mean, he's not the perfect man. No one, I, no one is. 
But I think we got to quit putting presidents on pedestals. And I think like when I when I talk yeah. to people who really support Obama, like when I ask them specifically, like what what is it? It's almost always the same thing. Well, he's a well spoken person. He's a good looking guy. He has this family, which you know he's probably married to. It's a, all superficial reasons. You know. Yeah. But I'm saying it. Yeah, it's all this image. It's not a policy yeah. thing. It's an image thing. You know, like and they don't like Trump because he's, you know, he's cusses and he says you know stuff like. He, I like that though. Well, he is chauvinistic. He is a boss. I mean, it is what it is. I don't really care. The country's awesome. Um, but I'm, we we've had how many people do that in public or in private? Yeah, you know what I mean. That have been our leaders, or how many leaders of companies do that in private, and then they get caught? Yeah, I, I think mean, tr- I think Trump twenty twenty. I think twenty twenty is going to be a landslide. Personally, I hope so. I'm, I feel I, it. I'm just nervous about. I just. I don't. They're just liars and I, cheaters. You know. No, so I, I agree with the rigging scary. part. That yeah. part scares me. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the Democrats are killing. And this kind of is going to lead us into this this last like main thing here. We're, I've watched part of the debates. I know you said, Bridget, you haven't seen them all, but mm-hmm. the highlights. It's hard to watch. Um, oh. There's a lot of candidates, and uh, it's all to me. They're just solidifying why Trump is going to win. Yeah. Because. Um, do as I say, not as I do. It's yeah. pretty like radical. Like when you really watch this, like everything's free. Everything's free. And also, I'm gonna guns give are you going away. Thousand dollars a month. That or, was so stupid. Like, what are you doing? Yang, Yang's like, I'm the gonna Yang give. Gang? I was like, what? Are, Ten families, what? one thousand dollars. Did you? So you're you've paying ne- for votes now. Like, what's happening right now? That's that's his thing, though. That's why, like, universal basic income. And I've had people reach out to me and be like, Hey, have you checked this guy out? And I'm like. Yeah, I don't believe in donations by the government, bro. No, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything. It's like not. the stipend that we got from but George they're suckering. Bush. They're suckering kids because young people, and myself included, when you don't understand taxes and you don't understand like having a job and paying yeah. things and having a family, like everybody is like, yeah, I want free health care and I you want know, free education. That would be great. Like, well, hey, I admit that it would be great. It's just not freaking possible. I think not it's with not socializing it. It's I know, but like, yeah, I, I and I agree with that. But I don't think it's possible at all. No, like it costs too no, goddamn yeah. much. Like, well, you, uh, it's weird. Well, and that the whole like healthcare is a right thing. Mm. So you're gonna force a doctor. You know what I mean? I you're gonna you're force going somebody, this, right? And so I agree with you. Well, and it's the same thing with like the fr- so we're. When it, it's not free, right? Yeah. And that's what I think that the younger people and, you know, the illegal yeah. immigrants, nobody really understands. It's it's not free. Yeah. You will be taxed. Yeah. And. Well, yeah. And Bernie's come out and said that. Right. So it's it's not free. So what, you know what I mean? You're and, not paying and, for your premiums. And so, and it, I mean, do you guys remember Alfie in England, that little baby in yes. England? Oh, that, yeah. What had mm-hmm. that terminal brain thing? Yeah. Yep. And England was like, sorry, you know, your baby's got a terminal, nothing we can do. The thing that was crazy was Italy made him a citizen and offered to take care of Alfie, right? And England said no. Yeah. Socialized healthcare. Your child will die here. You're not allowed to go try anything different. Sorry. So it's like, this is your, if you want to socialize healthcare, if you want the government to take care of you, please think of TSA and the DMV. Anything run by the government's not great. They don't give a shit about you. Um, And then with free college, are we going to, you think you're going to be able to choose where you go and what you do? 
No. Probably not. You're probably going to get an aptitude test, and they will tell you where you're going to go and what you're going to do. It'll be mm-hmm. like China. Well, you're going to be a piano player. Right. You're going to be a... We need an electrician. You're, that's mm. what you're doing. It's not a good system. So... It's a caste system. Well, and that's it's a fucking religion. religion. Well, see, the we'll thing is, like, like, Mick Jagger had the heart surgery. Mm-hmm. He had a, a heart issue. Yeah. Delayed his Seattle concert. That's the only reason I know that. But he came to America to get his heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Not Britain. Mm-mm. Not where he's from. No. America. So, why? Now he's Now he's out there saying that we need to socialize our health system he's out there making these comments that we yeah. need to go like britain has well it's hmm. weird because you just came to america like you didn't want to use yeah. your own system you know because it's not good it's just not we have the best medical i think in the world mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's perfect it's absolutely not but i think if you ask anybody in the world like would you rather have surgery in your country or in america mm-hmm. they would probably mostly go to america right. if they had the opportunity yeah. right so well, i'm just or saying mexico i mean it's yeah. it's all good but like what you're saying, I wanted to touch on what you're saying because that's a <laughs> no. I wanted to touch what you're saying because with the you know medical's a right. That's what Bernie says. A lot of people say that. It's, yeah. You you can't be a right if somebody else is involved. Right. So like if somebody else has to have labor or do labor to make that happen, that's right. not a right. You can't force somebody. Yeah. To you can't perform force that. somebody yeah. to perform it. It's not a right. Yeah. You don't hear that talked about. Like I, I agree that it's you should have the right to have an be opportunity. Treated. And nobody's to be turned away though is the thing. Like there's not no. you're never gonna go to a hospital and be turned away because nope. you don't have insurance. That's no. not gonna happen. So get that out of your brain. It's so expensive because we've socialized so much of it. Mm-hmm. And if we privatize it, the cost would go down, the care would go up. We'd probably have better medical than we do right now because hey, if you pay cash, it's only this much. But if you in- use insurance, it's twice as much because yeah. it's insurance. Mm-hmm. Um but I just rights. That's that's a that's a tough one for me. Well, and, and like, it's kind of sad because as a conservative person, like I don't want to ever feel like I don't care about people's medical. Well, and issues. that's again like you saying about the emotions. Like that's what, yeah. and that and it makes it makes the Democrats are so good. Everything sounds good and everything's great intentions, mm-hmm. but Trump is giving you a hand up. Like, yeah, yeah. Help yourself. Like, let me teach you how to fish so you can yeah. eat forever, right? Yeah. And the Democrats just want you to. Well, I've heard too. How many, like, the way they word stuff. Beyond food stamps. Like, in, uh, in their bills and the way they the call government. things. Right. And they that, call it stuff to make you go, like, border, I can't be against that. Everything right? at the border, right. It's like you're this cold-hearted person where if you look at anything Democrats said four years ago, for the love of God, they have this. They are saying what they say now, but now we're racist because it's like. Yeah. Don't cross the border illegally. Come through the port of entry. What do you, what? There's nothing. Why Obama is that said so that. hard? Please don't bring your kids over here. Right. That's what, don't Obama bring your said kids. That. Obama said that. He was caging their asses up, by the way. Not Trump. They've been Obama. caged for a long time. Well, but my point is, is like they will spin everything yeah. to make it look like Trump. Trump is not. I'm not saying Trump has done everything perfect, but so Jesus, that, that's what know? I'm saying when it comes to the, the awakening is that. People see it. Some some people will fall into the trap and be mm-hmm. like, he's the guy that I have to blame, Trump. Yeah. Some well, will be like, why are they just blaming this one guy when we've been doing this for a long time? We've been God. locking children up at the border. We've been hmm, yeah, but shoving th- stuff under the rug. For you know, th- we've been selling there's that arms. There's that statistic where they yeah. showed like left and liberal people, they watched, I think it was like 90% coverage only from left-leaning media. Mm-hmm. Moderates and right conservative 
yeah. are more neutral. So like it's like a 60-40. So like what they're trying to say is like the left are so like in the bubble that they can't even they don't even acknowledge that there's another side. And that's why you see this crack going on in Portland. Well, they, the they violence. acknowledge them. No, I'm saying they acknowledge them. Enemy. But they they don't get any info in there of the other point of view. So that's why when you see like Patriot Prayer coming to Portland or the Proud Boys or whoever, mm-hmm. they're in Portland, they're protesting. They don't even they don't even understand why they're here. They don't understand why what they're even fighting for. Yeah. Like nothing makes sense to them because they're so it's all white narrow minded on Nazis. one. Yeah, they're just Nazis. But you can watch Patriot Prayer. And I'm like, a supporter of them. Like I'm I'm not saying I know everything about, it, but I support, you know, what they're about. Joey Gibson. He's not white. Yeah. He's not white. None of those guys, like the the Proud Boys, were just there in Portland. I was I was working the day that they were just in Portland, which I, we talked about on a few, last couple of podcasts. Yeah, ago. they were from Florida. That particular group of Proud Boys was. It was eighty percent Puerto Rican. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Yeah. They're not white, but they're yelling Nazis, and they're yelling. People are yelling at them, like calling them Nazis and white supremacists. I'm like, how do you not even like? You can't even acknowledge that that person is not even a white male like so yeah oh not only did obama divide i think america because i think that's what i i start to think about is how they the left has completely we are deplorables we are animals right so Mm -hmm. it's really easy for antifa to dehumanize dehumanize and you know what's her name deborah Mm. The Willa Grace lady that wants the list of people because oh, they don't want to work yeah. with. They want these lists. Deborah Messing or Deborah? Deborah, M- yeah. Messenger. I Messenger. When, you know when Joy doing. bears on the view, basically being like, you can't actually do that. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Bear. What are you guys? What you don't want lists? Because it's just like Obama also divided the military, mm. which I don't think a lot of people realize. Um, what do they used to call them? Bubba's because it was yeah. white dudes. 70% of the military was white guys, right? So there's more um, division and racism in the military now. And that and and I was just talking about this with somebody the other day, but the Democrats winning and people were like, well, the military wouldn't come and take our guns. The military wouldn't do this to us. And it's like now that there's people that Obama's just and CNN just brainwashed so many people into white is bad. Anybody that supported Trump is bad. If you own an yep. AR-15, you're bad. Um, you know, there are factions of the military. That all these things that are like the military, because of what what happened, I think during the Obama years, it's just mm-hmm. kind of a, this scary thing. And especially with the left, what they're doing, and just you know what I mean. People just hate Trump supporters. Yeah, it's just the it's the most bizarre thing. Yeah. I, I think I've seen happen in America where it's like. We're a, they a, just hate we're, we're we we are fascists we are nazis even though everything we might as well just hold up a mirror right so they can see themselves like if you look at the kkk and you look at antifa i'm sorry one's wearing black and one's wearing white it's the same thing you're the same thing part of the same, the same democratic thing. party that yeah. launched this hate but they've you know yeah it's sad it's really, it's just, really sad. and that's you know because with beto and this whole like we will take <sighs> I'm sorry, did you hell yes. do you know about the constitution that yeah. you're supposed to be anyways? But hell yes, we're gonna take your AR fifteen. Yep. Because why would you need a weapon of war? Two years ago he said if you purchase your AR fifteen, then that's yours and we will never take it. Now he's all of a sudden saying we're gonna hell yes, we're gonna take it. Yeah. That guy's a piece of shit. I, I like Oh god, yeah. There's no other one percent pulling too, so it's like, oh okay. it doesn't mean much, but but I and we why is I've, he still I, around? Well, so here's the thing. I don't, he doesn't mean much. I, I'm a big fan of Tim Pool. He's twitchy. 
no, listen, bugs me. He's a uh, Tim Pool made a good point. Do you follow Tim Pool? Mm-hmm. So he's yeah, he's a left, moderate left, but yeah. he's very like pro Second Amendment, pro free speech, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He's a great dude because he kind of has another perspective. But he's been doing some casts on him. He despises Beto O'Rourke, and what he's kind of said, and I kind of agree with him, is like Beto's kind of he had no sh- no chance in Texas against Ted Cruz. Yeah. The only reason that he had a chance was the media, for some reason, loves this guy. Right. So they propped him up and they propped him up. He lost, mm-hmm. but he still had this support-ish, which kind of mm-hmm. propelled him to like, well, I'm going to run now. He's a shell. When you go to his website, I, I, this could have changed, but last week, there was nothing on it. There's no fucking, I'm going to do this. This is my goal. Mm-hmm. Beto O'Rourke? Beto O'Rourke. Nothing. It's a it's a shell of a website. Robert. Robert. Oh, yeah. yeah, a double spaniel. That's what he he goes off. But Rob, the point Rob, of it, what Rob, I'm trying to say Rob is, Bantil. this is a this is a man who has no nothing to give people. Mm-hmm. He's but he's the media loves him, so he's still in it for some reason. The scary part is, even if he's one percent, I think he's speaking for a lot of those people that are not just saying it, like you know Kamala or maybe not Biden, but yeah, like, he's saying what they all think. Oh yeah. Well, that's They're, why they do it. Yeah. Dude. Hard, hard I'm not, left. They're they not stupid enough to say turn. it. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to come out and just say that. Kamala's not going to come out and say, I'm going to take your no, guns. But so, so hold on. The deep state says, yeah. they go up to, hey, Beto, can we come in? This yeah. is the deep state. Okay. I would like to talk to you. And they say, you're not going to win. Yeah. But we want you to run, and we want you to talk about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we want to get that topic out into the media. Mm-hmm. And we're going to create shell websites for you yeah and we're gonna make it look legit but again you're not who we want to win and i mean when you look at hillary clinton dude and the fact that they wanted her to win that's just it's a hot mess well i'm just saying the democrats who who do you think they're really freaking mess right now right now it's well man you were just I know this thing is. You're like, a hot mess. Yeah, I was just gonna say a hot mess. Yeah, I'm a hot mess. This you, thing's you like are like apart. the Democratic Party right now. Well, I think it's a hot mess. I think I did something <laughs> earlier when I when I cranked this thing out. My microphone's do you, falling apart. Bridget, who do you think? I know I know who you're voting for. It's clear, but I'm mm-hmm. saying if you were a leftist, who do you think even remotely stands a chance against Trump? Or do you think it's just there's no fucking way at all that it's gonna happen? I don't know. I'm. I mean, I get to kind of. I get I get to hear conversations like yeah. I'll have customers in, and I and I had customers come in when the first round of debates went through and, and they were talking about, you know, so and so sounded good and so and so sounded good. And I was like. Elizabeth Warren does not sound edgy. I mean, you look like Kamala. Yeah. She has a gun, but also she doesn't want you to have guns. Yep. You know, they live behind gated mm-hmm. communities, but they they want it. They don't want America to be protected by a gate. Um, that Pete, what's his name? But Buttberg, Gutenberg. Don't you know? But, but, and then but, and this but whole weird thing where it's like um, we're behind the Green New Deal and no hamburgers and no straws, and you see these collages put together of them yeah. eating hamburgers, and it's like, do as I say, not as I do. Like, yeah. Oh, and also, and, and like when that whole Obamacare thing was happening, like you guys all get this great plan, a uh, Congress and the yeah. House, and we we get something completely different, yeah. you know. But, but you know, you guys want this, yeah. It's like they nobody's leading the way. They're still flying their private jets. They're still doing. They're still living behind their gated communities. They're still doing all the bullshit. Yep. So they're complete hypocrites. And it's like somebody lead the way. What? I don't, Obama, I don't why did you just buy a fifteen million dollar house? Hey, uh, Bernie, 
Yeah. Why are you a millionaire? Yeah. Why, why aren't you why giving you this homes? away? Three homes. Well, actually. did you hear what Bernie said when they asked him, why don't you partake in the, in your socialized tax credit or your tax kind of plan right now? He's like, so Trump, Trump cut your taxes. Why are you taking those? He goes, Pfft. he literally like just a, Pfft. did you guys watch that? No. No, he goes, oh, why, why would I? Why would I? And then everybody cheered. They clapped. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. Home. And so, but basically, it, it's not, yeah, you're not practicing what you're preaching. Lead the way. Lead like, the I just, way. I want to see you lead the way. Like yeah. that. And that's, I think that's so many people like Trump, I think, because he is giving you a hand up. He's not giving you a hand yeah. out. Like so many people are off food yeah. stamps. Like so many people are getting back to work. And well, when you cut it down to the bare basics, he's giving you your money back. He's believable. Right. Even if he fucks up his speech or even if he says some stupid, which he has done, I'm not going to admit, he said stupid things or he kind of goes off the cuff and he's a little like, but the point is, is like, he's real. What he's saying is perceived as real. Like you are, even if he's overly enthusiastic and it might be kind of a lie, it's still like the enthusiasm is like, I believe that you're going to try to do this. He's so authentic. And that's the thing with the Democratic Party. You're not sincere. No, you know what I mean? Like no Joe, Joe Biden are. again, like, yeah. no. I don't, I was watching this thing where this, he was something town hall. And I think it was about climate change. <laughs> just, and it's just like all these scary things where it's like, let me scare you into taxing the shit out of you. Yeah. Um, but somebody called him out. Like, aren't you going to do a fundraiser for whoever this huge CEO, like gasoline or oil person is. And, and Biden's like, Oh, I don't, I didn't realize that he was. And, and Anderson Cooper was like, yeah, you're, yeah, this is true. Yeah. And Biden was like, Oh, uh, and it's just like, again, like, dude, that guy's a mess. You're not authentic. Nothing you guys are saying resonates. It's not sincere. It's all bullshit. And everybody can see through it. And the thing with Trump, I mean, it's just so scary. Like, have you guys watched the uh, Dave Chappelle? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I was a little offended by the 36 year old pussy comment because I was like, I'm going to be 36 in November. My poor husband. I I kept saying like, that ain't true. (laughs) My wife is way younger, but uh, still, I don't buy that at all. That's not true. Anyway, it's a joke. There, 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 was, there was some stuff in there that was kind of like, mm. listen, Ooh, the Michael Jackson. I was like, listen, he's getting a rile out of me. Yeah, but he is. You get through the Michael Jackson stuff and I'm like, this is so good. Yeah, this is just so good because and again, authentic, like you can't be funny anymore. Like just Kevin Hart, like that whole Kevin Hart thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And QAnon or whatever. When he got in a car accident, I was like, oh, my God, what's this Dave Chappelle? Good at? I was saying. Uh, conspiracy theory anyways yep but it was just like when when you go back and you look at everything the democrats say like being so afraid like you guys are the worst like when he Mm. was talking about entertaining or whatever and they're like oh trump uh, trump trump or whatever and he was like no entertaining you because you're gonna pull shit up that i said fucking 10 years ago yep uh, duh, well, uh, that's yeah. Yeah. so good. And it's, he's just, like, that's you. We don't want to yeah. have to worry about yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the positive of what you're saying is, is comedians more than ever have a say they're, they're celebrities in their own right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. whether you like Joe Rogan or not, or any of these guys or Dave Chappelle, like the truth is, is they're seeing it more than anybody. Like when they're trying to perform and they're trying to be edgy and they're trying mm-hmm. to like, they used to be able to get away with this shit. They're not now. Ooh. Dave Chappelle came out and just blew the doors open. Dude, and did you see the Rotten Tomatoes thing? Yeah, yeah we talked you. about it. It was 
but then two nights ago, I watched Bill Burr's new one. I want to watch that. I haven't and seen it oh yet. Oh boy, did yeah. he go off? off he was rails. in London. Yes. And it was even more awkward, I think, than Chappelle's. Granted, it was that. funnier, but it was very awkward. The crowd was because they're British. I love it. But uh, that's he, the best humor when he was when the crowd doesn't it. know what to do. That I'm was cracking a, the fuck up. It was a lot of it like that. And like it like I was watching it with my wife and I'm like, this is great. This is so great because I love Bill Burr. I know like he's a big like him and Joe are real good friends. So he's on there a lot. But he was saying some stuff similar to Chappelle about like people, you know, tearing him down and stuff and yeah. political correctness and lesbians and you know oh not the car oh my god that was so good yeah well dude hey it's hot yeah hot? The, dude that was the best listen they should put that in like school books because that actually explained the whole lgbtq movement what? better than anything like the whole like <laughs> oh so the, yes the, the i did G's see that are did driving that. and the b's are in the past yes and the t's who really hate him are in the way back going like oh my god it's so hot in here shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> listen if you haven't seen it listen if you haven't Ch- seen Chappelle. it dave Chappelle, watch it because uh well so i was saying and bill burr oh. that like this social, social media is like the epstein island of Everywhere, mm-hmm. it's the it's the surveillance state of I'm going to capture shit to blackmail you at some point in your life. Yep, mm-hmm. and that's why I got off Facebook because I was like, oh yeah, this is all just really just trying to get me into say something, and it's really just to like get you heated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to get you real so angry that I'm going to say something, and I might say, I said something racist. Yeah. Oh wait, it's not racist today, but in 50 years right. from now, yeah, it might be racist. Yeah. Well, hmm. I thought I thought Chappelle's one of my personal favorite things about that that particular comedy was when he did the Chinese man. Oh no! Because to me, like from what pisses me off more than anything else is yeah. the identity politics. Thing. Oh yeah, for sure. And like sure. when he was like, "So what if I'm just a Chinese man in a black body?" Yeah. He said the n word, but he the black body, and yeah. he did that. And I was like, that makes perfect <laughs> fucking sense. Like, I, you can't just say like i'm this and that like exactly i view you and i just think you're you're a woman that's what i think you're you're a woman then you get offended at me when you're like no i'm a cis male man (laughs) my point is is you can't have the reality doesn't exist without some boundaries right and they're trying to tear that down and it's just it's fucking weird and i was trying to explain that to my wife about taylor swift and her support for the Whatever bill she went on MTV and was talking about, right. like, it, there's more to that. It sounds great by the name, but there's more to that. Like, they, she's supporting a bill basically that would allow me to go to jail for not gendering you properly. Oh yeah, that's like Canada. Yeah, dangerous. Yeah, that Jordan Peterson talks about that all the time. It's dangerous. That's what can't he, have. That Jordan Peterson became famous for coming out against that. My point is, what? Why can't? If if you came and sat down, Bridget, and I was like, we got our first lady on the podcast, yay. And you're like, yeah. excuse me, like, I'm actually, I consider myself a male. You're not, but I'm just hypothetically. Why can't you just say, or a person just say, like, sorry, excuse me, like, I'm actually, I consider myself a male. That's no problem. But right. I'm just saying, what happened to, like, just being able to say, like. Being polite. Yeah, because yeah. I could tell you, even the most far-right person, maybe not extreme stream right, but any re- Republican would just go like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'll, you know, they wouldn't be that offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they would be like, okay, well, I'll call you uh, mm-hmm. whatever you want. 
when you force somebody to act that way, yeah. then you start making their blood boil and then they start getting all fidgety. And, well, yeah. and I don't even get the whole Taylor Swift thing because I'm like, what yeah. discrimination is happening right now against this I don't know. community? There's not. I don't know. And it's like, you're not, but you're not going to be privileged. Like now they're, you know what I mean? Like you think about it and it's like, you have more privilege than yeah. white males. It's not like equal. The, the gay pride versus the straight pride <laughs> parade. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. why can't they have it? Yeah, they're, they're Nazis. And now and it's like now being a conservative is so much like that coming out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Candace Owens talking about coming out more yeah. as a conservative than if she was gay. I told Dave, yeah. we talked about this. It's yeah, true. We talked about the Trump supporter the is new the gay. new gay. And I brought this up and they were like, yeah, that I don't might know. be offensive. That might like, be offensive. We keep it. We're scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm scared for anybody to know there's a there's a degree of fear. I'm not scared per se. Mm-hmm. You're going to get- there's a degree of fear that I don't want to mess with my family's livelihood because yeah. I am not a person. I'm a deplorable. I'm somebody that is to be hated. I'm a racist. I'm a Nazi. I'm a fascist. Yeah. I want bad things for people. And it's or, you know, and it's like, which isn't even kind of true. Yeah. None of us are. It's not kind of I don't of know true. you that it's well, but I can tell but, you you're not a racist. Yeah. And when you, but when you, and the media helping just like create this tension and this like. I think it's just sad that I want to wear a Trump hat. But you're. But I won't. Oh, I won't either. No. I have all this stuff, but I won't wear it. My hu- And my husband's like, yeah, you can't wear that. We're, I just, you know, the thing we, is, we is, can't I, be seen in. I'm not like a, kinda, I'm not a wussy human being. Whereas if it were an Obama shirt, it'd be hip and cool. Oh, hell yeah. Right? They sell that at freaking no, hey, Urban Outfitters. That, that, that is <laughs> like. MAGA is some kind of like hate speech. Yeah. Well, it's a. I just don't want conflict. I'm not a conflict a person as much as I may seem like it. Right. So that's, that's actually a bet. That's like when you lose a bet, okay, put on your MAGA gear and take a stroll down Portland. Mm-hmm. Dude, there actually, there's people <laughs> calling now. This has been on Twitter and stuff. There's people calling for people to quit wearing red hats exactly. in general. I know. Because it strikes fear in people. I'm like, yeah. what? This is like elementary school when they said you can't wear CK clothing because they might be a gang member and it might oh, offend yeah. somebody. Remember CKY, that shit? Oh, yeah. Limiting your clothing. You can't wear, you know, BK shoes or whatever. It's yep. like... Fuck, what about if you're like a fucking Cincinnati Reds fan? You can't wear their hat because, you know, like it might trigger what, somebody. Like, what if that's you're insane. a Fred Durst fan? Okay. Fred that Durst is dude, fucked. That you dude screwed. rocked a red hat you for screwed. years. You know how many pictures he has? They're probably looking <laughs> him up and be like, he was a Trump supporter even back in 99. All what? I'm saying is I bet you there's more. There's just there's a lot of people in this world in, in America. There's a lot of people who can't say what they want to. And this is why he won. Because yeah, everybody chirping, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then we all sit here and we're just like listening to it. And we go out in public, go to the grocery store and we're not mm-hmm. talking about it. And I want to put a sticker on my car, but I don't really want it to get right. a window broken out in Portland. Because right. in Portland, if I was walking down the street with a Trump hat, I would, I will bet you my house that somebody will try to attack me. Oh, well, yeah. And if you think about like the Jewish people and the length they went to cover up any kind of Jewish heritage. Same thing. It's like, how do you not see this? How do like just a little bit of like. Is it wrong to say that the left, like being a like a hard left, is almost like a mental thing? Like I mean, it's it's, just, it's to the point where you believe yeah. that like you can't. They be can't act so that crazy. Out of touch. Yeah. You can't be so mind controlled. But they are. So someone who will beat someone up for voting for Trump is like an extreme religious person to me. Like they they are substituting religion for their ideology. I don't even think. A Christian would no no no. It's, it's not it's not Christian. It's uh, like yeah. I'm saying like when you look at like the Muslim faith, yeah, and you look at like extreme Islam, and they're willing to die to 
kill somebody. Yeah. Like I'm going to kill myself in order. I mean, are, if I kill 10 those people. Those are extremists. That's what I'm saying. And the reminds left have me, turned into extremists. It reminds me of that. Like the I KKK want, is not really there. It's not even, it's not even, the, the, what you were saying earlier, right, like there's not, where's the skinhead? There's no white, I mean, I think there's 12,000 white supremacists in America. Yeah. 12,000 white supremacists Yeah, that's in not filling up a you, fucking you're stadium. Leading, you're leading America to believe this is a huge thing when mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. no. Nobody well, knows I, one. I think, like MS-13 is a bigger deal. Like <laughs> yeah. the Crips and the Bloods are a bigger deal. Yeah. Well, I think social media is filled with bots to feed that narrative too. Oh, I God, think that there's yeah. like bots that oh, just come I, out and say, I, like, I do oh, want to say N-word. something. Blah, blah, blah. I kind of ran into, I haven't seen this on the news this a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. you were bringing up, uh, what's her name on uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. We were talking about her. In the list. I just, I just remember I was going to bring it up and I forgot, but I got to give her props. I'm not a fan of her at all. Mm, me neither. However, yeah, I found this on YouTube and it struck me as weird that I, I haven't seen any of this like floating around anywhere, which I should post it. It was kind of cool. Yeah. She came out like the P- Proud Boys showed up at this thing. She actually came out from her studio and had a had a really good conversation with these Proud Boys. Mm. And it was weird. Oh, that. Because what I view That's her... That's not acceptable, though. Yeah, but she came but out... she even had a conversation. She yeah, had a long conversation. Yeah. There was about seven of them. Oh, no. They were all in their gear. They had Trump signs. And she came out. She's like, hey. And I, I got to give her props where it's due. She came out. She's like, hey, listen. I, I just want to have a conversation with you guys. Like, and find out what you believe in. Because mm-hmm. I hear a lot about you guys. I There's people that think this thing about you guys. And they were respectful, asking questions. They had dialogue back and forth. And she's like, I don't hate you guys. Like, I don't even know you guys. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of sad that people will claim you as this when I can clearly see that you're not even a white male. <laughs> like, yeah. It was excellent. And I just want to say like, as much as she's kind of a douche on, on her view thing, I mm-hmm. think she's, I think joy Behar is the death. of. Okay. Her. But, but my point is, it's like, Everybody. this is the kind of stuff. Yeah. Even Ted Cruz having this little debate with, uh, Alyssa Milano. Ugh. Yeah, that was I hard hope, to watch. I hope it happened. Did it happen? It, it did I happen. I watched it, it. Yeah, I watched it. Yes. I know I gotta watch it. You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. Okay, it was about an hour long. I'm not gonna give you the whole thing. Okay. But it was about an hour long. We gotta uh, wrap this up soon. Yeah. She actually has guns in her house. She claimed mm-hmm. that. Too. Yeah. She did the whole sob thing right off the bat. She was crying. She's like, I'm worried for my kids. I, it keeps me up at night. I have anxiety, blah, blah, blah. He kind of shot her with facts. You know, he was yeah. being respectful. And But here's my point. They didn't end up agreeing. The one thing that Alyssa Milano did that kind of upset me was that she kept saying, like, you need to do something about this. Like, this is your job to do something about this. Like, you need to be the guy standing up. And I'm like, don't force him. He, he doesn't agree with you. Like, don't force him on this shit. But they hugged at the end. Mm. They exchanged numbers and they said, like, we should continue talking. My point is with with Whoopi Goldberg and the Proud Boys and this kind of thing, that is what should be happening. Yeah. They didn't hate each other. They weren't screaming at each other. Whoopi wasn't yelling at them about how racist they are. They had a mutual dialogue. They don't have to end the conversation agreeing. But if you can look at somebody and say, like, hey, I don't I don't agree with you, but you're not evil. You're not a bad person. Yeah. That would be all of us. Like, I guarantee you if three liberal Portland people were here right now, I would hope that we could have a conversation and just be like, hey, I don't agree with it, but this is my point of view, and I hope you understand w- why I feel this way, Right. That's not happening anymore. Well, imagine families that are broken up because of it's that. It's terrible. Right? You, it's terrible that you can't have a conversation with somebody and end it going, I see your side. I'm not changing my point of view, but I see. And I understand why you feel the way you do. That's just that's not even a normal thing now. And I hope to God that changes in the years to come. I don't see it happening because if Trump wins again, oh, my God. Soon. Portland's going to be in flames. 
but yeah, let's let's wrap this up here. Yeah, that was Bridget. What did you think? I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, Good. you guys are. It's uh, it's nice to talk to. You know what I mean? I think that's. I just get excited, like you were saying, Dave. Like just being able to have conversations. Like because yeah. I think at the end of the day. I bet we agree on way more with the left than they even realize, but that they've done such a good job of dividing and not even being willing to have a conversation. And the second you provide any kind of logical stuff and facts, yeah, mm-hmm. it's racist yeah. and it's over. Um, and so the fa- it's exciting to me that Alyssa Milano and Whoopi Goldberg, because I think maybe that the lack of intolerance and inability to have a conversation might be waking people up. Yeah, that would be cool. Because, I mean, just seeing what's happening on campus with, like, Ben Shapiro or anybody, you know what I mean? All that stuff of, like, Milo. these are just different ideas. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, we don't want school shootings either. Mm-hmm. No. We just have the mindset of, like, if somebody else was armed or this wasn't a gun-free zone where it's clear, like, okay. They don't work. Yeah, right. Like, well, all these happen, these are all happening on gun-free zones. If somebody had a gun to shoot back. Yeah. Probably wouldn't, you know what I mean? It's just these different, you know, getting to the same, like nobody wants um, illegal immigrants at the border to be suffering. We don't want that. Yeah. But we just have a different way of going about things. That's mm-hmm. how it always used to be. It's so just it's, looking at one thing and seeing two different outcomes. That's what the Democrats and the Republicans were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's not that way. And I hope it changes. So yeah. good for Ted Cruz. I know he said specifically to her when we had this argument on Twitter, I wanted to see you in person because we need to be talking face to face. And like, that's the thing is like when you're face to face, you're not going to be saying stupid shit to that person. Right. Exactly. And then the conversation can be had and it's, and you're not going to feel emboldened by the keyboard. Yeah. So, Hey, I appreciated you being here. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I hope you come awesome. back because I didn't even touch on like Biden loses his teeth and yes. nothing yeah. we didn't get to talk about. The 9-11 exp- conspiracy oh, of building But I do want to say thank you because you hooked us up with some little swag. Yeah. Some Lexi I, I wanted to bring you guys swag. something and it didn't Gosh. even dawn on me that I should well, bring you pizza. When we get our shirts. Okay. Next time. We're going to have okay. shirts and hats done. That's kind of a new thing. We are going to. I've decided, Greg, we talked about this. Yes. We are getting this stuff done. Uh, Bigfoot screen printing, which, you know, he's yeah. he's a great dude, local Sam? guy. Sam. Sam on. And, uh, yes, get Sam on. I've, I've already talked to him in the past about doing stuff, but when we get stuff, we will hook you up with the shirt. Okay. Yeah. And, and a hat. So, yeah. And in the end of this, we do a toast. So, so I, I just want you to use my little empty bottle there. Pumpkin? Is that called pumpkin? I think it's pumpkin ale. I don't know. Oh, Some gosh. sort of pumpkin stuff. Anyways, I'm excited. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you sitting down yeah, with us for an hour, hour and a half. Awesome. Yep. I like what you guys are doing. Thank you. I like we what you're doing. We like it too. We, we want everybody to be a community. Or yeah. a community? Com- community? Yeah. Wait, yeah. So, Lexi's Br- Pizza Pub, go check it out. Lexi's Pizza. If you want some good food and you're in the uh, Southwest Washington area. Yes. Good stuff. It is very good stuff. Anyway, raise your glasses. Cheers to you. Cheers. And boy we'll and see lady. You on the next podcast. It's just awfully good that Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Right. My American. American.